Boardwalk Audio Podcast. Hey, I'm, I'm Ben. Ayer. I'm Ben. I'm uh, no, I'm. I'm <sighs> ben, just just do, do it. The, just okay, do the I'm, thing. Sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, hey, this is Ben, Jeff, and Thayer, and we host a podcast called Convince Me, where we have guests on to try to convince us to get on board with their unique obsessions. Check out our podcast. It's called Convince Me. I'm Jeff. Hello, I'm Joey. I love wrestling. Hi, I'm Nick, and I also love wrestling. Hi, I'm Steven, and I hate wrestling. You Should Love Wrestling is a show where we try to convince Steven that he should love wrestling. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. And Steven, you, uh, you're you not a fan. No, um, I hate wrestling. I, uh, I've hated it my whole life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've hated it through our friendship over the many years where you've made me talk about wrestling in com- group conversations where I hate it. Right, which uh, we'll, we, we will get into. Yeah, we're going to do this for forever. <laughs> I guess it's just... I. I've always had this problem is I don't know why you guys like wrestling or love it. I don't even get mm-hmm. why one would do that. Right. Okay. Well, I guess uh, for me, um, when I was seven years old, I was slipping through the channels and I saw um, Macho Man Randy Savage tied up in the ring ropes while Jake the Snake Roberts, a wrestler who brings an actual live bow constrictor to the ring mm-hmm. uh, for every match, uh, actually made his snake bite uh, Macho Man on the arm, mm-hmm. and it was the craziest thing that I've ever seen. Why not uh, just bring a tiger or a gun? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, there have been wrestling storylines. Brian Pillman tried to use a gun to scare Stone Cold Steve Austin oh, yeah, away. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That's a great Scott one. Scott Steiner came to the ring with a tiger multiple times. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, yeah, uh, uh, Pillman's got a gun is still, uh, yeah. I think, all time um, crazy. Basically, uh, like to to round it out, the reason that I love wrestling, um, uh, there's wrestling in Mike Quackenbosch that uh, said this in an interview that. The only difference between um, superheroes and professional wrestlers is that you can high five a professional wrestler. And that's why I love it. It's just an over the top world that like kind of exists in our world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it is. It's it's such a good combination of like of performance, athleticism, comedy, clowning, insanity. You know, and you know it's scripted, and they are they're real life superheroes, and you do know that it's scripted. But like a movie, like any form of entertainment, you buy into the belief that at that moment the world is real. And plus, they get to beat each other up. So, what was your first moment that you got into wrestling? <laughs> uh, I I want right around the time of the Attitude Era. I don't. I really don't know if I actually have a definitive moment of when I started liking it because throughout. Just the whole attitude era was the so whole attitude good. Era, which we'll get All into. All those attitudes that were flying back oh, and yeah. forth. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man, you you lie or you mock, but I can assure you it was amazing. Well, you lie too, because I, I think you that lie. you like it. All right, and uh, we're going to get to that. But uh, throughout the throughout the nineties, I would occasionally go to my cousin's house. I would uh, my uncle would be watching wrestling. He'd have him like Monday Night Raw uh, or Nitro, depending on what he because he would always flip back yeah, and forth yeah. too. Yeah, and so I would always see it and think it was ridiculous, and it was like this is kind of crazy and i just sit there and sort of started getting into uh some of the guys that were on the shows but i i, I don't know it kind of it wasn't a thing i was an only child my my parents i didn't have a brother nobody was really into it so i just kind of didn't really watch it much until around late 98 early 99 when i had a friend uh who loved loved wwe had all the action figures started telling me who the characters were and i started like learning who steve austin was and kane and the undertaker all the jobbers of the time and uh and then uh i started i think the first pay-per-view i ever ordered at our house was uh royal rumble 99 and from ordering royal rumble 99 even though i had seen other events at a friend's house but ordering that one at home from then on i was hooked and that was the year that uh yeah that was a uh, stone cold steve that was the year vince, vince mcmahon, McMahon one, right? one yeah, 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 yeah. yeah vince mcmahon the, the owner of his own company yeah, booked won. himself into the match and won, and won the Royal Rumble uh, match. That's great. Why do, you, why do you hate wrestling, Yeah, we want to know. Okay, so I've hated wrestling for my whole life, and I think it started when my older stepbrother used to like wrestling a lot, and mm. he sucked <laughs> and also like would want to like do wrestling moves on me does your older brother still suck yeah he still sucks okay he's still uh, at wrestling he i'm pretty sure he does he's an okay guy because he's an <laughs> immature doofus uh i think that's what all wrestling is so he used to like do the moves on me and he was like he was like 
eight years older than me too so it's like he's beating up a child to like show me how cool wrestling is and then every time I'd watch it all I could ever think and all I still ever think is this is fake why are we doing this it's so stupid I hate that they slap each other's chests I hate that the fucking wrestling infuriates me oh I can't believe you guys convinced me to do this podcast now around, now I'm curious now around what time what year do you think around that was so I start, I knew about it when I was like five, so that was 1993, and mm. then I hated it until I think the only time I ever even veered into maybe liking it was the game uh, WCW versus NWO Revenge. Oh, it was a great game. Oh, yeah, yeah. 64. 64. Yeah, uh, and that was like it was never even as good as Street Fighter. So who, yeah, yeah, but Mortal Kombat's better than Street Fighter. So that's what does a good it point. That's my point. Is it's I'll so take bad. That it's, to the grave. It's like Street Fighter. <laughs> okay, so uh, do you remember any moves that your older brother would do to you? I honestly, he'd just like throw me onto the couch a lot. Like mm-hmm. it didn't ever, it didn't feel like regulation moves, which is all of wrestling. You're like, what is this? This isn't a real move. It's like, oh, I'm going to try. What's the thing where like you put your leg, you like, I think it's like a scissory thing with, the, no, that doesn't sound uh, right. Either, no, no, no. It's, it's either a leg lock. Leg either, lock. It's either a figure four leg lock. Or, figure four leg oh, lock. Four yeah. leg lock. Yeah. Fucking figure four leg Ric lock. Ric Flair's so signature stupid. move. Yeah, doesn't Ric really Flair. hurt. It's complicated. It's stupid. <laughs> So I think that really between the chest slaps and the figure four leg lock, I you, think you just I th- hate. I think you just hate Ric Flair. I think this podcast <laughs> is over. Yeah, I think we figured out you hate Ric Flair. I don't know who this he is. is over. I do hate him though. Yeah, the Nature Boy. Woo! You know that guy? <sighs> yeah, that's great. Yeah, he doesn't know. Uh, he doesn't know him. No, I super don't. I, uh, for today's topic, um, we're going to cover Hulk Hogan versus Andre the Giant at WrestleMania three, yeah, considered yeah. by a lot of people to be one of the most iconic wrestling matches of all time. The moment where Hulk Hogan slams Andre the Giant is like the most iconic image mm-hmm. in professional wrestling. Yeah. The uh, the attendance record they had at the Silver Dome, something like ninety three thousand people, correct, uh, stood I guess until two thousand ten. Mm-hmm. So NBA um, All Star Game broke yeah, that record. Yeah, over twenty years that record stood. Uh, that was probably like wrestling at its like eighties sort of superstar era peak. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. So by the mid. 80s, uh, late mid, mid late 80s, 86, let's say, mm. uh, Hogan and Andre were the top two stars. Yeah. Um, they had been friends for many, many years. Yeah. Hogan had won the title in 84 yeah. from the Iron Sheik, and he held the title for like, I think, three years up until that point. Yeah. And him and Andre were friends. Mm-hmm. He had been un- he had been a champion for three years. And Andre the Giant was undefeated at this point. Up also a legit seven foot tall Probably 400, 450 yeah, pound guy. He's French literally guy. a giant. Also, yeah. like, so that's one problem I have with it. They're exploiting <laughs> okay, a guy so. <laughs> with a physical malady to do, to be in their show. Sure. <laughs> okay, yeah. So we had we had Steven watch this match and yep. we watched ourselves. Yeah. Steven, what did you think of this match? Okay, so that was the worst thing in the world. All right, so, so first of all, the entrance. Yeah. Apparently, want, you don't he, like that Andre he, comes to the ring in a little up, ring with Bobby Heenan. It's a, it's a fancy scissor lift is what he comes into the ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I don't know who this guy is, uh, but clearly he's a bad guy, like, because he's got white, he's got, like, white and gold. <laughs> yeah. Steven which, is talking about Bobby the Brain Heenan. Bobby the Brain. Okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. Bob, Bobby the Brain. Uh, he looks like a, he looks like, like an Italian dictator or something like that, which also all this has like these weird like xenophobic tones that I don't <laughs> yeah, know. It really either. does. It really does. Like, like pretty clear, uh, all right. incredible. So Blonde Liberace tone. comes yeah. to the ring with Blonde them. Blonde Liberace yeah, yeah. comes in uh, with actual this Bob Uecker in the ring. Yeah, uh, Bob Uecker's there. Don't know who that is. Uh, should um, I know who Bob Uecker is? He's, he was like a sports guy. In yeah, the yeah, like baseball or something. Yeah, uh, not enough for me. Okay, he so, didn't invent. He did not invent Euchre, the card game. I don't think. Uh, I have to look that up. Funny story with the chairlift. Um, uh, Andre the Giant, he he was like living in pain at this point. He yeah. was such a huge guy. He had agromegaly, which is a disease that makes it so you just constantly grow. Yeah. Right? And the reason they have the mini rings is because he physically could not walk from the entryway to the ring. Jesus Christ. So that, was, yeah. that was their way of like everybody at WrestleMania 3 came out in those rings, but it was specifically to like hide that fact. So yeah. like wrestler. So he like died the rest- six years after this match. He was very, very yeah. near the end of his life. Yeah, yeah. So like the wrestler when. Uh, Mickey Rourke dies in the ring. That's what Andre the Giant was doing, like pretty much every time. Is like he's about to die. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It, like, of, yeah. like the iconic moment in this thing is like uh, where where Hulk Hogan body slams him. Is that what it yeah. is? Yeah, it's a body slam. It's a body slam. What is, yeah, is that what it is? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Did you like the wrestler by the way? Sidebar. Did you like the wrestler? The, movie? the wrestler. Yeah, the movie. That I did like. 
That's a great film. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. a great piece of cinema. Did, so, so I'm curious then. So, by seeing the wrestler, mm-hmm. and and at least seeing it from an enter- entertainment standpoint, seeing like a scripted version of what yeah. could very well happen backstage. Have you seen the wrestler, Joey? I uh, know. It's oh, great. You should, yeah, I need to. I, it's as great. A wrestling right. fan, I should. So, so, did you get any appreciation? You should love the wrestler. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what That's, the later segment. We're going to do a spinoff podcast. Uh, <laughs> the second podcast. So, so did that give you an appreciation or a curiosity about no. perhaps the backstage politics? No, 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 no. This is like this is all the stuff I feel like is the like the real stuff that bothers me about it. Is like, yeah, these are just poor people getting injured, not treated well, and then like exploited and doing roids and shit for the sake of entertainment, and then nothing comes of it. Like okay. that's sad. It's a sad, sad life. Because we're getting off track. We're getting off track. Nothing. What did you think? What did you think of this of WrestleMania? Okay, so think about the match. Hulk okay. Hogan yeah. Okay. So there's a, here's the uh, like there's a bunch of shit in this that's just so wrong and crazy. Yeah. Uh, for like first they just stare at each other for yep. two minutes at the top of the match, which I'm guessing now is because they're worried that Andre the Giant like stepped into the ring and he's very tired now, sure. so he needs to rest. They call that a face off, and I don't even think that's a wrestling term. <laughs> I think it's just a face off. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> building drama. Yeah. Steven. Sure. Okay. So and then also in this like I love the uh, the commentators. There's a gorilla. Oh yeah, gorilla monsoon. Gorilla monsoon. Yep, famously known as an actual gorilla. <laughs> yeah. Gorilla monsoon. And, yeah, Jesse Ventura, uh, Governor Jesse Ventura. Yeah. yeah, it is Jesse Ventura. Who? Where is he? The governor of uh, Minnesota, Minnesota or something? Minnesota. Okay. Yeah. Right, so it's stupid. Um, Great. So okay. So the, like, there's a mil- there's so many things I want to talk about with this thing. It just drives me crazy. I literally don't know where to start. So there's already this controversial two count near yeah. the beginning of the, okay. the match oh, where he is, falls on him. Is there? Is okay. Okay, I know, we all know it's fake, but man, it just stresses me out how stupid and fake it is. Because mm-hmm. Andre the Giant spins, like, again, at, okay, so he stares at him for a minute, and then now he goes, like, he's sitting there, he goes, like, no, that was a three count for, like, another minute. It's so slow. Nothing ever happens. If this was a movie, you'd cut all of this out because it's not interesting. Yet we have to watch it on TV, and I guess the 93,000 people that are there are just watching them do nothing. Well, he liked the wrestler. I mean, he did like <laughs> the wrestler. Okay, I will admit this is maybe like this is like a slower match. It's very but you, slow, but it's like it's all pacing. It's just like this is a classic, a classic professional wrestling story yeah. of yeah. like the little guy versus the big guy, uh-huh. and, uh, <laughs> and and like you know, it's like the yeah, like it is slow, but it, that's just you know, like Andre the Giant's not gonna run across the ring at fifty miles an hour, right? You know? And, and if what he did it'd be fucking awesome, <laughs> right? But it's not gonna happen in nineteen eighty seven when he's going to be <laughs> dying weird. soon, yeah, and. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and so Joey and I were talking about this a little bit the other day because we uh, talk about wrestling all the time when you're not around, and most of the time we talk about it when you still are. Yeah. Uh, if you run to the bathroom, you come back, and, and we're talking, talking about wrestling. Talking wrestling. Anyway, yeah. uh, we were talking about that. Uh, while this is definitely a very very see, look at all these camera flashes. We have it on in the background here. Yeah. Uh, why it is while it is a very slow paced slow match, the thing that because it is it's it's a very slow match. Yeah. The thing that we were talking about is. It does accomplish its its goal in telling the story. Yeah, like the story is can Hulk Hogan slam Andre the Giant? Right, and like the that's the first, what this whole first... thing is about is if he can slam him or not. But yeah. it's but it's the build up to that point of their former friends. He's aligned himself with Hulk Hogan's enemy, Bobby the Brain Heenan. So, oh yeah, can this he is, defeat oh, this? Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. this is actually something that's uh, very interesting about professional wrestling. Is like storylines take years to build. Like this, this took, I mean, like Nick was saying, this was like a three or four year build of like, they're great friends, they're tag team partners, they're helping each other out uh, yeah, in Battle Yeah, currently Rails. they don't know how to do that. Yeah, yeah, currently they completely forget about it. But, uh, but in this, the old days, yeah. this yeah. had years of build to this. So like, that's, that's the other thing too, that's uh, fun. The beginning of this, they talk about uh, Gorilla and Jesse keep on talking about whether or not Andre the Giant has been brainwashed there by this is it the brain? Is it the head? What's his name? Yeah, Bobby uh-huh. the Brain Heenan. Yep. Yeah, they're like, oh, is he brainwashed? Is he in control of this? Like, did he want it? And they're like, I mean, that's how silly it is. They can't even decide if this is a real thing that he's doing. Like, that's <laughs> well, no, they're like, they're like is this, is, I mean, does he, is he in control of his own body right now? Right. Is he, <laughs> come on. You know, you know that that's not literal. You, Wait, know, literal? you know that they're not. Why like, are they presenting like, it that way? Like, he didn't implant a chip in the back of Andre the Giant's neck or something like that. There, have, that been, no, there have been far worse mind control storylines in professional wrestling this isn't even yeah, close. yeah. this is Fair literally enough. just like that was a turn of phrase of like oh it's dizzy is he in his ear did he like did he convince right. him like 
he must have said something to convince Hulk Hogan to turn on Andre the, to turn on Andre the Giant uh, ulti- or whatever. Ultimately, what this oh, match God. was billed as was the irresistible force versus the immovable object. I heard that. Yeah, and I was like, "What is that even?" And mean? that's what. Well, because Hulk Hogan was this cultural phenomenon. Yeah. So it was uh-huh. also part of the culture at the time. Wrestling was huge. Yeah. '80s boom. This is like really considered like the pinnacle of yeah. that '80s boom. Yeah. He's a huge, huge, huge uh, pop culture crossover star. Uh, I think he was maybe like 34 in this match. He looks like he's 70, always has. He's Hulk looked yeah, like he Hogan, was 70 yeah. for the last 100 yeah, yeah, years. Yeah, hell. Um, and then, and then uh, Andre the Giant was billed as being um, undefeated. undefeated. I don't think that was true. He wasn't actually undefeated. He was billed as being undefeated. Right. But and so the he lies was, go on with wrestling. Of it's course. all it's lies. All lies. And he was the immovable object. That was really the the point of the of the build. Oh, uh, so they that's why they keep on bringing it's the slam is they're like, oh, he's the immovable object. Nobody could pick him up, right? See? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I just want to point. It. I just want to point out that uh, okay, so nobody can pick him up or whatever. Uh, except for the forklift. Except for the forklift. Except for a scissor lift. The poor scissor lift that has to roll him into the stage. Mm -hmm. They they also, like, they talk about Hulk Hogan. He's the champion at this point because he Mm -hmm. came in with the belt, right? Yeah. Okay, so they're like... Uh, Ventura and Gorilla the whole time they're talking about like I didn't think it's possible for him, him to win there's no way and I'm like well he's like the reigning champion like I would assume that he could probably win like that seems like a fair bet mm-hmm. right? Yes but up until like, this we- point he had battled mainly guys who were like his size his size right or or who weren't who weren't unstoppable forces as much as Andre yeah guys more more his size alright well Andre's so unstoppable that he <laughs> he throws Hulk Hogan into the corner yeah. and then like smashes his butt against his groin he for is... like five moves as if that's a thing. That's that's how immovable he is. Yeah, he is it's... camping out in the corner. He's yeah. what the fuck is that? He's look, he's he's knocking the wind out of him, okay? Yeah, he's... he's knocking okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, so talk this... about getting the wind knocked out of you. He the way he almost defeats Hulk Hogan is he hugs him. He yeah. gives him he gives him a long hug and they act as if that's a way to suffocate a person yeah, or yeah. something. Yeah, uh, like nice little bear hug there. That's, that's not how it works. Hey, that's not how it works. Tell that to Braun Strowman. <laughs> I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is, and it fucking drives me insane. Mm-hmm. So they, like it gives him this hug, and then what I learned in this, and I didn't know this, and this is good to thank you for sharing this clip with me, was that apparently they call like a tap out or something. I don't know what the what's the wrestling term for a tap out. It's a submission. Like, a submission. Oh, a submission. Yeah. A submission. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So they apparently if if Hulk Hogan like passes out from this hug or almost passes out from this hug and the guy lifts up his arm once and it falls down because he can't control his arm because he's mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. out of it and then he does it again and he falls down because he's out of it mm-hmm. and then he does it a third time and that's okay so like just to be clear like if this was if this was like MMA like it'd be like oh he's he's choking to death let me just see if he can move and he can't and then like <laughs> right. let me check him one more time he can't and then like one more, just, I want to be really sure he's really he really might he looks dead but I really need to check and then they'll stop the match that's how this works but it's like it's mm-hmm. the drama of it's it drama. Like, <laughs> it's like, drama it's drama it's like I mean there's also this thing in professional wrestling that like Ideally, by the time that like the guy's arm is lifted the second time and it drops, the audience is like chanting the person's name and they really want him to do it. Yeah, they're and, like the lo- and the logic is is that like when they successfully like raise their arm the third time, right? Like they are using the power of the audience to help them out. So like as a fan, that's great. You're helping Hulk you Hogan. Helped Hulk Hogan. You helped Hulk yeah. Hogan beat that giant. The right, Hulkamaniacs which also there. segues into kind of what Hulk Hogan is known for and why. Admittedly, I'm not the biggest fan, but Baldy. yeah, this kind of, is speaking about this with historical knowledge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it kind of it kind of segues into <laughs> what Hulk Hogan's entire thing, his, his gimmick throughout all these years. What helps him beat everyone? What helped him garner his fans of Hulkamaniacs? Yeah, was that he goes through this this process of oh he's dead, he's done, yeah. he's out, he'll never get out of it. But he would use the audience's reaction to, to fuel him. Uh-huh. To yeah, bring, like, he would. We're Hulk watching up. right now. He's hulking up. He's hulking yeah. up here. So that's stupid. It, it is. Uh, 
Also, Hulk, like, Hulk, I love it. Hulk Hogan hulking up is stupid sometimes. What a Jesus complex Hulk Hogan must have to, like, feel like he has to pretend that he's dead over and over and over again, and then he can come back because everybody believed enough. Like, what what kind of <laughs> stupid Christmas movie is Hulk Hogan like, living in? But that's, like, that's just a professional wrestling trope of, like, especially WWE, of, like, the main guy. Like, John Cena has done that for the past, like, ten years or so. It's always, like... He pretends that he's almost dead? Yeah. yeah Essentially... It fuels yeah, from the audience, yeah, right? It's like the the audience loves him so much that somehow that wills him into being able to slam Andre the Giant. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But that said, yeah, that's a classic thing with any wrestling match, and that's why it's people like, are there to cheer the person on. Yeah, it's like if you've seen Dragon Ball Z, it's like the spirit bomb. It's like every a little bit of everybody's soul. All right, helps. Let's keep it to wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's keep not it, talk about stupid things like <laughs> Dragon not, Ball Z. Guys, this isn't wrestling, and you should love Dragon Ball Z. Oh god, <laughs> that's also our other podcast yeah. where nobody likes it. Another <laughs> spinoff. That's where we start so yeah the point is there is he would hulk up and and he would start to get his power back and the audience would fuel his comeback so he could defeat the person he's going against yeah yeah like in wrestling terms they call it like a hope spot where it's like Mm -hmm. oh it gives the audience hope that their guy's gonna Mm -hmm. win very Mm -hmm. cute very cute the other thing that like there's a lot of bad the thing that like maybe bothers me more than anything about this is they call him the greatest athlete of all time. I think they called him the greatest athlete alive. I'm sorry. They called Hulk Hogan looking the, greatest. At the greatest athlete alive and today. I'm, and I'm like, no, like he doesn't even, <laughs> he doesn't even look like that much of an athlete. Like he, he's, I'll say Hulk Hogan is fit, but he's also kind of like fat fit, right? Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah a he's, a, he's a little bit fat fit. Yeah. Also it's not a real sport, so it doesn't count. Well, that's but like no. it would, but like, like Larry Bird and Magic Johnson are uh, around right now. Like Jerry Rice is, is setting records right now in this world, and okay. then they're just like, "But he's the greatest of all time." Well, like, but that's just that's okay. So professional wrestling largely comes from it comes from carnies. It was like a carny thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. So like this was a period of time where they referred to Andre the Giant as the eighth wonder of the world. Yep. Like sure. like so like he's. Right up there with the Eiffel Tower, with the whatever. It's mm-hmm. like and China, the ninth wonder of the yeah, world. Yeah, yeah. Um, Is Ch- isn't China the girl? Yeah, yeah. We'll get into that. Never. Yeah, we'll get. Yeah, well, yeah. That's not going to be a wrestling match yeah. we talk about. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's like it's just uh, it's carnival barking. It's um, they've got to hype up their guy because like it would be way less impressive if they were like. He's the most athletic guy mm-hmm. in our fake sport. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm just saying, don't make claims you can't back up. So, and what did you think of the spot, by the way, where where now they're outside of the ring? Hulk Hogan's getting desperate. He's lifting oh, yeah. the pads off the floor. So that thing, that like, wait, Hulk Hogan lifted the pads off the yeah. floor? Yeah, yes, he did. Oh, yeah, that's bad. Yeah, it's a bad guy move, but he's desperate and he wants he's to win. Desperate. So it's okay. Yeah. yeah. So that's uh, that confuses me. I don't know that. Like, don't they get disqualified if they're out of the ring or something at a certain okay, point? Okay. So uh, the way that it works mm-hmm. is. Um, if you're out of the ring, you um, need to answer to a 10 count. So the referee will count 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Right. Mm-hmm. They will do it quickly or slowly, depending on the dramatic needs of the match. Right. That was the longest 10 count I've ever seen. Oh, there have been longer than that. There have been way longer than that. Yeah. Uh, the, the, floor, yeah. the floor lifting the pads up on the floor is okay. It would be different if he brought in... Uh, an outside object, a yeah, foreign, foreign object, object, and hit him with like a chair or, or the like bell. Also, why are those always on? Un- why are there always chairs under the the ring? Like, where are the an- other storage in the whole? Where, where are the announcers and the and the timekeeper and the and the the? Where are they going to sit? Under the they leave them under the ring. This is yeah, insane. It's just, all right. I'm look, infuriated. look, after they're done <laughs> setting up the arena, yep. there are a couple extra chairs sure, couple that they like chairs. to keep around just for whatever reason, and yeah. they put them under the ring. Also mm-hmm. tables, mm-hmm. and occasionally hornswoggle. And a, yeah, and a ladder, and Chainsaw, a fire extinguisher, a because... Gun. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay. Yeah, so, with different sized ladders. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, step from step a to very match. tall. Yeah, I yeah. Get it. Okay, so then the and kendo fight. sticks. So we just saw, so okay, so we just saw Hulk Hogan slammed under the giant and won the match. Yeah. So here's the thing. What are so you, let, are, what are you feel? Are you feeling? Uh, you feeling great? You feeling happy? You feeling like so, you helped him win? Well, I'm not I, impressed. I, I want to talk about the finish real quick. So okay. he he they get back in the ring after this pad thing. Right. Ugh. He hulks up. The audience has willed him back. Yeah, we did to, it to win this match. We did it. Yeah. So he defeats Andre the Giant with his, of course, his, his the body slams him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gives him the signature body slam. Yeah. Which. Uh, 
Hulk Hogan talks about in his autobiography, he legit oh, tore his back while he was lifting did he, him. Did he really? Because I've heard this before. Like he's, he said he tore his bicep in his back. He's standing. He seems fine. Sure, but he he's got a like, lot of adrenaline but in he front like, of you. Because of all the Hulkamania. Yeah, in front of 90,000 people. Yeah, I'd like, be, I wouldn't feel like that. If you like, tore the muscles in your back, that's that's... You guys, this is this is exactly why I hate wrestling. Is you guys like, oh, I understand it's fiction. That's fiction too, man. Dude, no, he points it. He points at a picture of his back, like in his biography, and is like, this is where I tore my back. <laughs> Slam Andre. <laughs> no, listen, dude, for real, guys. You're lost guys in wrestle through legit injuries. Oh yeah, sure. All the time. Yeah, like Vince that McMahon tore both of his quad muscles and still somehow walked back. To the backstage area. Yeah, what about even recently? Sami Zayn dislocated his arm and worked that whole match with one arm. Yeah, I mean, it's, like, just, it it's the culture of wrestling that you like. You work through injuries. Um, but uh, okay, so <laughs> not real. Not well, but like, but okay. on the other hand, Hulk Hogan is—he's a famous liar. He—he uh, he basically yeah, he um, is. Uh, he hasn't done it lately, but something hasn't that he, lied. Something that he does <laughs> about this. Something that he does with this match specifically is like the weight of Andre the Giant will increase every time that he talks about it mm-hmm. the amount of people in the arena yeah. will increase every time he yeah. talks about it yes and how recently how soon after the match andre the giant died will increase will like decrease after it so it's mm-hmm. just like i body so, slammed him and he died brother <laughs> no it's literally like there have been times in interviews where he's insinuated that that's what killed him <laughs> I, body, I body slammed him and six years later his heart gave out yeah let me tell you something i slammed him so hard he died you connect the dots no like he legit he legit well it's like you weighed 1,000 pounds i lifted him 12 feet in the air and he, he died four days later in front of 12 bridge. million people in the silver dome this is these are actual things Hulk Hogan has said and it's great (laughs) he's still doing he's still fucking dancing it's so bad so you know about Uh, wrestling moves and things and suplexes you've seen these things before you used to get those your brother used to do some of those moves on you what did you think of Hulk Hogan's other than the slam, what uh, did you think of Hulk Hogan's finisher? Yeah. Finisher, yeah, the leg drop, the atomic the leg, leg drop. drop. Oh, when he put the bat, yeah, 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 off the ropes, he jumped and then yeah, he like jumps, leg, leg drop. drop. Uh, well, I mean, one, I think if you're actually trying to inflict maximum damage, that's probably the worst thing you can do when you're running at somebody who's laying on the ground. Like, just kick him in the face, right? <laughs> <laughs> so you don't think the leg drop? <laughs> seems... would be, just picture Hulk Hogan's entire career but with his leg drop replaced with a kick in the, the face. Yeah. He just, he just punts a dude in the face. Yeah. Which is Randy yep. Orton's finisher, actually. It was for a while when he was yeah, a legend yeah. killer. It's his super finisher. Is he, he, was... he does that where he just runs and kicks him in yeah, the face. And, and they'd be off TV for like months, weeks yeah, or months. Yeah, like that, he that would be his retire people move. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because they'd kill somebody. Exactly. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Exactly. Well, okay, so that that's his signature move is to jump up in the air yeah. and then like bend his leg so he doesn't really hurt his friend. And yeah. Then, okay, great. Right. Yeah. Uh, also a lame Lens. move. I mean, right? Like, you go, even you guys that. think that's not even, that's not cool. Well, okay. Here, here's, <laughs> at the time, it was good. Uh, an interesting story about that move is... Uh, it's led to a lifetime of back injury, back problems from him Absolutely. having. Oh yeah, because he's he jumps, he jumps and like and lands, lands on his tailbone. Yeah. Yeah, he lands on his tailbone. Oh yeah, my he's god, he's had to get so many back surgeries from that. And that's like, uh, has that, he that, or is that part of the fiction? No, no, no. Guys? He's like, well, no, he no, pointed he, to it. No, so like, I believe him. No, no, no. He's like, he's posted like picture, like he's taken like <laughs> vines when he's. This could he could be lying. To me. I could just be. I could just be <laughs> yes, I'm already winning this podcast. But no, he'll post like. Vines and like periscopes of him like in the hospital, mm-hmm. and he'll sh- he'll show like stitches on his back and stuff like that of mm-hmm. where like a rod was Wait, inserted. He still in his wrestles. Uh, he's like uh, no. He, he does. I mean, especially now he doesn't. No. Uh, he says that he's good for one more match, but like that's just an old timey wrestling thing to kind of always say that. Yeah. His most yep. recent match was probably like 2012 or something. It was like yeah. It was like within the past couple of years. Ten or I think eleven a lot somewhere around there. Who live in self delusion tell themselves they're good for one more. Like I can have one more drink and I'm not an alcoholic. I am so self delusional. <laughs> yeah. I can watch one more Hulk Hogan match. <laughs> All right. Well, this was this uh, this is confirmed everything I believe that this is wrestling is stupid. Okay, so um, if we were to like rate this match, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. let's say uh, one to five choke slams what uh-huh. should be what should be our rubric i think should we should we change it for every episode because mm-hmm. i would give this one leg to drops. one to five leg drops yeah, one oh, to five yeah. leg drops okay uh 
One being, uh, I don't know, one being a kick out, five being a clean pin. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, great. Uh, a five count. You know, no, the old yeah, wrestling we, five count. Hey, man, King Kong Bundy did it. True. Um, oh, God. Okay, so, Nick, so, if you were to rate this match one to five leg, leg drops, what, what would you rate it? We have to do this solid one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, it could be it could be a half. Hmm. I would I would personally I would give this match in my own taste. This is on the record, by the way. I'd give it a three point nine. Three point seven. I'd give it a three point seven. In terms of importance for wrestling, it's a six. It's a six. It's a six. It's okay, a six so leg drops for a three point seven is that's a kick out right at right before three. Uh, six is like, oh, that guy died. It's so close. <laughs> That's kicking somebody in the face yeah. and their head flies and it, into the audience. Yeah, and, and so it's a kick out. It's a kick out and I'd be looking at the ref holding up the two. Like, what's the two? Two, two, okay. yeah, two? Like a what? long time. Yeah. I do yeah. that for like that 10 minutes. That was a three count. Yeah. Oh. I'm going to say 3.7 for me. All right, wow. Okay, Joy. I'm going to give that, honestly, leg drum? I'm going to give it as a wrestling match. <clears throat> and this is compared to all the other matches that I've seen. I'm going to give it a two. Like a two out of five. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it is a little bit slow. Yep. Um, it like just like it's pretty short. Mm-hmm. It's like clear that um, Andre the Giant is maybe outside of his prime years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Jesus. But like, you know, as a wrestling moment. Yeah, yeah. definitely like five, five, six. Yeah. This yeah. is this is like top three wrestling moments ever in the and, history of wrestling. And as we said, the storyline yeah. is very good. It's a very so, good storyline. So story. it's a, it's how they used to do the real builds. Yeah. And they so, don't do that anymore. So for me, this is like this or is like a kick out. This is like a pin that you do early in the match after a big move. So it's like you know before a two. So you, wow. but you on the record say a two. Yeah, I say I say two. Wow, yeah, I, I say two I'd leg drops. Lower yeah, than five. you. I'm gonna give it a one leg drop because it seems like that's as low as I can go. Uh, my main reason, my rubric. I mean, you could go with a finger poke of doom if you want. Oh, we can't we can't spoil that. <laughs> I yet. can't get it. Wait till this. we get to the finger poke <laughs> okay. of doom. I, I give it. I'm going to give it a one, my lowest rating possible, because mm-hmm. of the extreme xenophobia. So you're saying a zero? Where he keeps on going, like, oh, this is a real American. He's a real American. Yeah, is Andre dude. the Giant not? I guess he, he is. No, he's, right? he's from France. France. Yeah, yeah, that's he's right. He's yeah. a French wrestler. So, but like, also, like, why is that important? Why mm-hmm. is that important in the storyline? I just don't like it. I feel like this is uh, this is just right. Ra- uh, this is how you indoctrinate uh, young children with racism. <laughs> I, th- I honestly think that's fair because, like, he beat. I mean, he beat. The Iron Sheik, to yeah. wit, like which was yeah, yeah, uh, whose like gimmick was that he was like the bodyguard of the Shah of Iran. Yeah, uh, like yeah, he did beat he did beat the Iron yeah, Sheik. Uh, I like, like how culturally aware everybody is in wrestling. Like, oh, the Shah, he's bad. <laughs> well, as oh, far yeah. look, hey, as far as I'm concerned, there's two people in wrestling. There's the Americans, and there's everybody else. <laughs> and and there right. there have been times where it's like where like Chris Jericho, who's a Canadian wrestler would wrestle against like Muhammad Hassan who is uh, oh. ac- actually like an Italian he's like an Italian American Italian guy he's an yeah. Italian guy but he was playing the role of like a Muslim guy sure, yeah. Yeah, and uh, the audience would chant USA yeah. and Chris Jericho would like just have to take it even though he's like from Canada <laughs> like, yeah yeah, yeah. That, yeah it's just a bunch of mindless racism I love it when yeah. it comes to like American <laughs> wrestling and particularly World Wrestling Federation slash now WWE very 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 unabashedly pro-American oh yeah yeah uh, and we've USA definitely, chants everywhere we've definitely learned recently just how real of American uh, Hulk Hogan is. Oh, uh, yeah. What happened? He's living in Trump's America, baby. <laughs> oh, is he a Trump supporter? Well, I mean... Uh, are, no, are, wait, this comes into the promo a little okay, bit, Okay, actually, right? yeah. So let's... Uh, so let's switch over to our yeah. second topic. Yeah, and then we'll talk topic. about current Hulk Hogan a little bit. Wait. Do you like talking about things you're not qualified to talk about? Us too. The Dumb Nerds Podcast, a show where comedians talk about smart topics they're too dumb for. Every week, your host, that's me, Cassie Jerkins, invites a new funny guest on to get down and nerdy. Laugh and learn about topics like how to buy a house, the Terminator movies, and the Titanic. Check out Dumb Nerds today on your favorite podcast app. Okay, so second topic. Um, we uh, had Stephen Perlstein um, watch uh, a promo where uh, Hulk Hogan was going to wrestle mm-hmm. Andre the Giant at right. WrestleMania 4. This yeah, was one right, year right. later. This was sort of the follow-up match to it. We're going to play a little bit of that promo right now for you. All the little holsters asked me, is there any truth to the fact that there was a controversial count? Holster, did you really get him over your head? Did you really beat the Giants? 
Well, today, man, in WrestleMania 4, we're going to wipe all that controversy out. Andre the Giant, in the second round, when you're fresh as a daisy, with the whole world watching, I'm going to prove, brother, that I can beat you anywhere, anytime. And all my Hulkamaniacs, they're going to feel it, too. Didn't you like that? <laughs> Which, by the way... Yeah. This promo, he's doing this crazy promo. And didn't that match end in a, in a like a, a, a DQ or a something? A DQ, yeah, right? Yeah, it ended with a Oh, wait, this image. was from a later WrestleMania? Yeah, this was WrestleMania 4. So this was... Wait, it's also for Andre the Giant again? Yeah. yeah. They, 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 yeah, they, they are having a rematch. Right. Like, okay, so... Leave this poor, this poor Andre the Giant is dying. <laughs> oh, he wasn't done and wrestling they're sitting yet. there, and they're going like, no, we gotta make this poor man One die. Yeah, so that's, 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 so uh, that was the promo. Uh, <laughs> Steven, what did you think of it? Okay, so I just... Honestly... I don't know what he's talking about. Uh, my main thing is, like, I don't like that he swam away. Did you notice that? That he decided to backstroke away? Oh, sw- swam, swam away? Swam, swam away. Swam, swam, swam away? Well, no, but even I would go with swum. That's fine. But you said swam. I, he swam away. He swam away. Guess, S-W-A-W-M. He, this, this, the, the stupidity of wrestling has infected mm-hmm. me so much that I don't even know real words anymore. He okay. swims away. Yeah, he yeah. Likes oh, there he is. Yeah, yeah, away. swamming. What yeah. the fuck is this? And there's, right, Donald, there's Trump. Donald Trump. And there's Donald Trump. They okay, talk so. about Donald Trump. Okay, so he said, he, what he said, there's so much hyperbole in this. He says that he's going to... He's going to body slam Andre the Giant so hard that from New York to Florida, mm-hmm. it just breaks break off. off. It breaks. Yeah, the fault lines, brother. Just, what what fault lines there? I want to know what he. <laughs> I want to know what science that's based off of. And then Andre the Giant's going to be in the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah, that's and what then, he thinks is going to happen. And then right. Hulk Hogan said his next three opponents, not naming names, just like and my next three opponents are going to fall down with him, and I'm going to swim to the bottom and pin him. And then <laughs> like, gonna, he just and, and he, then Donald Trump's going to be clutching the top of he thinks Trump Aquaman like. What, yeah, and then he talks about like a, a Trump holding out of the top of what the fuck is and this? Trump yeah. was and Trump was there because yeah. this was in Atlantic City, New Jersey. Okay. Yeah, this was at Trump Plaza or something. Yeah, great. And uh, and like Trump's gonna be clutching to the top of a like of the Trump Plaza while it's sinking into the ocean. His family's gonna be in one hand mm-hmm. and Plaza's gonna be the other, and he's gonna let go. He's gonna let go of all of his but money then, and yeah. But then they're go gonna hold on to his, his and biceps. Gonna, and then he's back. gonna swim. But Donald Trump, if you get tired, oh brother, if you get tired, you can just climb onto the biggest back in the world and I'll swim all. <laughs> Yeah, he says he has the biggest back in the world. Yeah. Meanwhile, he's facing Andre, Andre the, the Giant. giant. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Who's arguably has a larger back. I don't like, think a... he has the larger back, yeah. I mean, <sighs> look, there's a lot of... He was making a lot of... There, a lot of this was said out for the poetry of it, okay? okay. Sure. Yeah, the poetry's Talking a little about weird. His, his pythons, his biceps. Uh, I also like that he's wearing a cross. Again, we just want to let everybody know that you have to be an American Christian or... You're a bad sure. person. Sure. Oh, he yeah. also, he also like so, and then he goes. He's on this like tirade about Trump and like he's gonna let go of his material goods. Yeah, he's gonna let go of his material. Like, yeah, what's... I think. Yeah, that. I mean, Hulk Hogan's a socialist. We've established <laughs> that in this promo. <laughs> he's a socialist. Do you, do you know? Do you know um, Hulk Hogan's uh, three demandments? Three. De- no, the yes, the <laughs> three demandments. <laughs> we'll three just let we'll just let Steven crack oh, up. No. Yeah, yeah. This Hulk Hogan has three things that he ends every interview. Uh, next for this one, every, every interview with every little Hulkamaniac should do these. No, it's, it's train. Okay, say your say prayers. Your prayers no. Take your vitamins. <laughs> take your vitamins. <laughs> and then there was a fourth one. It was uh, something. It was like. Also, like I don't know, like oh, uh, self also like also like fuck foreigners. Or yeah, something. yeah, it was fuck foreign people. Was the fourth one. It was self belief. <laughs> believe, yeah, believe, like, believe in yourself. yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Believe in yourself, and you too could be a Hulkamaniac. What or kind of Jesus complex does this guy have? <laughs> like, what is wrong with all American one? Say your prayers. You pray to Mr. Hulk. Hogan. Yeah, yeah. Pray, to pray to me. Pray to me. I'm your new god. <laughs> I'm your god, brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like if you're looking for a god, look <laughs> no further than the red and yellow brother. <laughs> <laughs> he does. Everybody, everybody in wrestling. Uh, lives a lie, and yeah, it's that's... everybody who watches it, mm-hmm. everybody who is in it. It's just all lies. It's, it's li- all crazy. It's, it's living the act, man. It's kayfabe. kayfabe. So Ooh. you've lo- all right. I know. Kayfabe. I know what kayfabe but, is. Uh, I guess like something just culturally that you should know about this. People still thought wrestling was real. Yeah. When and this match this was happening, was eighty nine. Yeah. People like wrestling was still kind of in the shadows of kayfabe. People still thought it was real. So like yeah. as a kid, I genuinely believed. That Hulk Hogan was going to be murdered by Andre the Giant. Okay, but, oh, like, totally. That's the thing. Like, even as a kid, I mean, like I said, I didn't get into into it till probably ninety three. I didn't watch anything until like ninety three ish. And even as a kid, I remember thinking like that wouldn't hurt. Like watching like chest slaps or like the things that they do. I'm like they're not actually 
hitting anybody. They're not actually mm-hmm. hurting anybody. Like even this in this match, uh, Hulk Hogan gets dropped by Andre the Giant at one point, and then he like gets in this pose where he like spreads out. And he like mm-hmm. whoo, shakes, and I'm like, what? Why would he do that? It looked like he just bounced on a tra- trampoline, and now he's having some kind of weird seizure. To be fair, like a <laughs> ring, the ring is pretty stiff. It's like it's, it's, it's yeah, oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's like, got I'm a lot like, of it's got a lot of springy give, but it's very stiff. It's I mean, it's wood, yeah. man. I, I don't think you can possibly contradict yourself more than that's possible. Well, okay, so okay. basically what a ring is is it's like it's springy wood. give, but it's, 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 like, it's not a mattress. It's, it's like wood planks over a metal frame and like the slightest amount of padding. But like it still like it still hurts to I mean like it doesn't it doesn't feel that much better than like falling on the carpet, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like if somebody were to power on you on the carpet, it would still suck. No, because it wouldn't give. There yeah. is there is no give. Like or the ring has like the slightest amount of give to it, but it's yeah. like barely. They're they're it's like a fucking springboard man you see how high they jump that's the only reason Hulk Hogan could get Andre the Giant up is cause he leapt up in the air he's like diving off of a fucking Olympic platform and then like all Hulk Hogan has to do is like pretend to hold him in the air for a few seconds you know uh, Joey I think <sighs> Steven is hulking up so much right now yeah yeah, yeah. that yeah, I think all the, that all the Steven maniacs at home yeah I think that so I, I guess should we ask Steven to do a it, whatever he knows about Hulk Hogan, put it into your own words. Whatever you think, should we ask him to well, do wait, it? Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Uh, just uh, okay. Hulk Hogan. He was very much known for his promos. Oh yeah, like 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 over being a wrestler. One of his great abilities was like talking people into the building. Sure. Mm-hmm. So if you saw this promo, right. Does that do you feel ex- like how does this promo make you feel? Yeah, I mean mostly confused. I think it's just I wonder. I I'll say that maybe that's just because I don't know what's going on. I don't have the context. But mostly confused, uh, a little bit like I'm watching an insane person uh, on the verge of killing himself uh, or mm-hmm. killing other people. Killing other people. Like, yeah, I'm not excited about it. I'm not happy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so hearing also, that promo. Also know, and also knowing that he could potentially be telling me to uh, train, yep. eat my vitamins right. and pray. Yeah, sure. And also fuck foreign people, maybe. Uh, like, yeah. yeah like, I don't know. That's a scary person. He's a scary person. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so that, after watching this promo, mm-hmm. you feel scared. Yeah. I'm, I'm oh, worried. interesting. I'm worried. I'm worried about the mental health of, of this person and uh, everybody Man. around him. Wait till we get to Ultimate Warrior. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard, I've, I think I know that that guy's supposed to be the craziest one, oh. but I don't know. If that's oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's yeah. Like, I don't want to go too much into it, but he's a real maniac. Untouched. Uh, okay, so um, we've got a, a segment that we're gonna. It's the first episode. We've got a segment we want to test out. Mm-hmm. We want to have Stephen cut a promo in the style of the person that he just watched. Mm-hmm. So in that case, uh, we want Stephen Perlstein to cut a promo mm-hmm. as Hulk Hogan or a Hulk Hogan style promo uh-huh. about. Uh, I don't know what. Uh, what would be a good. What would be a good thing for him to cut a promo about? Uh, uh, what he's going to do to his opponent tonight. <laughs> yeah, what you're going to do to your opponent. Um, we'll just say that your mm-hmm. opponent is... Uh, it's just be like John. Yeah, your opponent. <laughs> uh, Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Okay. Is actually, that a real thing? Yep, Absolutely. Real wrestler. Great. And here, and here to introduce you, actually, is uh, Mean Gene Okerlund. Let's take it down to Mean Gene. <laughs> All right, I'm standing here with Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan, tell us about your match tonight with Brutus the Barber Beefcake. All right, brother. Here's what I'm going to do to Brutus the Barber Beefcake. First off, I'm going to walk into his barber shop and say, You're closed. You're out of business, friend. (laughs) You think that you can come into my town, my America, and start giving haircuts to people who have hair, unlike myself, Hulk Hogan. Well, listen to this, brother. (laughs) I'm going to come in here, (laughs) and I am going to eat your little beefcakes. I am going (laughs) to cut you open, you little foreign motherfucker. And I am going to rip you in half and strain you through a beef grinder until you're the little beefcake that I'm going to be grilling and serving up and eating for all my protein because I am the biggest, strongest, tallest, most interesting man in the world. My hair is long and people like me. Also, don't forget, little children out there, that if you don't believe in Jesus, then I'll come into your house and body slam you to death. Also, steroids are good for you. And don't forget the most important thing. If you're from another country, then fuck you. And there you have it, the words of the immortal Hulk Hogan. Let's send it back now to ringside with Joey, Nick, and Steven. 
I mean, other than the f bombs, that was pretty accurate. Yep. Is that, yeah, yeah, sure. That's pretty. That's uh, across the board. Hulk Hogan promo. It felt right. Yeah, yeah. It all felt right. That was good. Yeah, that was. Uh, that's. I. You know, I believed you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I thought you were going to murder Bruce the Barber Beefcake. That's yeah. the magic of wrestling. In that moment, <laughs> I absolutely believed you. No, no, and that that really is like we know that wrestling is fake, but like when it's so when it's great you forget for a second or it stops mattering for a second. Mm-hmm. And that's like mm-hmm. why we love it. And that's why you should love it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay. You just did a nice little performance there. You cut a, I would say you cut a damn good promo. Yeah. Thank I would you. say that that's uh, in terms of leg drops, that was probably a good four leg drop promo. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very generous. I think yeah. You guys are I'd being give nice. it a, a 4.1. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's really nice. Yeah. I have one up them. So wait, point one up them. In, so like you have to cut these cut these they cut these promos all the time right this is like every match right they do like two usually uh, I mean back then it would usually be every match now it's like it's like a, it's more uh, a couple of guys will do long ones uh-huh. mm-hmm. so like John Cena will do a thirty minute long one at the, at the top of the show oh yeah it's nuts yeah and a lot of times and that and that will a lot of times com- especially current product raw that will a lot of times compromise compromise. Uh, uh, comprise my thank you comprise of the entire opening segment of the show so it'll be like he'll come out and start talking about then, recent happenings and then triple h will come out and like talk about like oh, i disagree with you yeah so and they then, have like a live debate before yeah essentially yeah essentially someone like, they'll, they'll air their dirty laundry out in the middle yeah. of the ring because they can because they have microphones and because it's a tv show yeah and that'll usually set up like the main event for the night sure mm. Okay. So they'll come out there, and yeah, yeah, it could be you know a ten minute opening segment. It could be fucking thirty five minutes. But um, but with promos, it's like the the, the pro- whole purpose of a promo is to get you interested in seeing the match and buying the tickets and stuff like that. Right. And mm-hmm. like literally, like the difference between a good wrestler and a bad wrestler in terms of promos is like if they convince you to like watch the match or like buy the t shirt or whatever. So right. like somebody like Paul Heyman or The Rock or Stone Cold Steve Austin, like they're, they're also, like they're, they're shilling merchandise as well. Yeah, essentially. Well, hey, yeah, hey. Like no, that's basically it. It's like they're shill they're shilling they're shilling belief, man. They're shilling belief. And John Cena is <clears throat> love him or hate him, I'm whatever, but John Cena is he is the current he is the Hulk Hogan of the modern era. And he is the guy who the kids love he, he, at least up until this point in his career, is a good guy, has not turned heel. Everybody loves him. People <laughs> buy T-shirts, merchandise, action figures. They buy the tickets to the shows. They buy the shit there. They buy the pay-per-views or they, they get the network. Yeah. He is the guy who sells the entire thing. He's the pop culture crossover right now. Yeah, I saw him in Sisters. Exactly. Uh, yeah. yeah. Exactly. He wasn't good. Um, I heard he was great. Did you see Hulk Hogan in... In that uh, that, no, leaked, no, no that leaked board. tape, yeah, that leaked tape. Is he have a, he has a sex tape? Yeah, he's yeah, got he, a sex tape. He fucks somebody him. else's wife. Yeah, <laughs> a guy named Bubba the Love Sponge. Bubba the Love Sponge. <laughs> no, it seems like he had it coming. Yeah, yeah. with a yeah. name like that. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, just re- you reminded me with turn heel is another segment we should do in the future. Is you guys because uh, there's so much lingo, sure, uh, so much vocabulary. I want to do like a vocabulary test, on, or just uh, we could turn heel. Y- you could turn heel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I hate you, Stephen. Yeah, like <laughs> I, I'm Joey Clift, and I hate wrestling. You're going down. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that sounds good. I like. Yeah, I just love the evilness of it. It's a, uh, it's a real nightmare, guys. So if you were a wrestler, I think I think you'd be a heel. I think I am the heel of I this think podcast. You are. Yeah. I'm the heel of this podcast, and I just want to say no out, doubt out there about it. to everybody who loves wrestling. Come at me. If, you, if <laughs> wrestling is stupid, what you believe is stupid, uh-huh. I'm here. I'm waiting for you. <laughs> I think our, our our wrestling dynamic also just happens to be how we are professionally and mm-hmm. and personally. Yeah, uh, you're the heel. Yeah, Joey's the face. I'm the tweener. <laughs> a tweener. That's what right. The fuck I'm is the tweener. A tweener is uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. It's basically like a oh, baby, yeah, it's yeah, a baby yeah. face with a shade of gray. Sort of an anti-hero but, type. But he's maybe like a ba- he was supposed to be a bad guy, but everybody liked him, right? That yeah, that's yeah, that's sort yeah. of what a tweener is. Yeah, is it's like they they act like a bad guy, but they're so but it's like they act like a bad guy, but like when it comes down to it, they're a good dude. Yeah, oh. they're so and they're so good at being a bad guy. If some guys are so good at being a bad guy that they get over with the fans. Then they'll just cheer him anyway. Yeah, like New Day is a perfect example of that. Yep. Like they're supposed to be bad guys. People love them. Well, and they were handed a shit gimmick, and they made it great. And oh, people yeah, yeah. see that. Hey man, let's save let's save we New Day. I talk can't wait after. for all these future episodes. This these is, are all teasers for future exciting. episodes. Guys, uh, subscribe to the podcast right now. <laughs> we'll just say it. 
Uh, all right. Subscribe. Is, okay, is so. there anything else we have to talk about uh, with uh, wrestling or whatever? Uh, okay. Um, I think that with wrestling, we're probably done. But part of the uh, deal for us doing this podcast was mm-hmm. uh, Stephen is going to try to convince us to love something. Yeah. Right. Let's go ahead. You have four seconds. <laughs> uh, well, today, my thing that I'm trying to convince everybody to love is John Steinbeck's East of Eden. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is probably his best work. It's a 600-page novel about the... Salinas Valley, Salinas Valley life at the the nineteen tens and twenties, all the way to the end of World War One. That's the book that James Dean crashes his car into, right? Uh, yeah, he crashes his car into that book. Into that book, <laughs> he hit this book and died. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I know what that is. Uh, I like it, and it's a great book about the human condition, and mm-hmm. it has filled with more truth than any. Uh, other work of fiction, I think, is. Hmm. Okay, so uh, if you were to give that book a, sc- a score of one to five leg drops, how, <laughs> many leg drops five would you, how many leg drops would you give East of Eden? Uh, I'd give that. Fi- I'd give East of Eden five leg drops. Wow, it's and, a solid three count. It's the uh, new champion. Yeah, it's the new champion <laughs> yeah. of books. Uh, yeah, I'm just, I think you guys should check it out. I, I don't know. It's a, it's a real quaint. And, it does uh, look like a long book. It's a long book. It's about 600 pages, mm-hmm. um, but it's probably his most ambitious work. It covers three generations of a family. Uh, going through life and and the trials of what it what it means to be are we in control of our own lives are are we destined to be bad or good it, it, it answers a lot of these questions mm-hmm. um, and it ultimately says you're in control of your own destiny and I think that that's I don't know I think it's really I would agree message. with that yeah there's actually there's a I felt the same way about Daniel Bryan's rise to uh, the championship at WrestleMania 30. Yeah, no matter what he was in control and he fought it out yeah and he got there he became the top guy. Um, that's that's very interesting. I um, have not read very much Steinbeck. Um, have I, you read any Steinbeck? I read uh, The Pearl in high school. I don't know what it was about. Okay, great. Oh, yeah, it wasn't The Pearl. That was the one about, like, the kid who gets the black pearl, and then uh, he, like, everybody's trying to get it from him or whatever, right? Yeah, that sounds sure. about right. Yeah, he, he finds a pearl that's worth a lot of money, and yeah. then people try to steal it from yeah, him. Yeah, everybody mm-hmm. just steal from him, and, yeah. it, like, it ends with him throwing into the sea or something. I don't remember if It's, that's like, something it like that. It's probably sounds right. Yeah, because yeah, it seems to be a lot of bad luck for him or something like that. Right. I think yeah. James is, I think James Dean of... ran into that pearl <laughs> yeah, in yeah. his boat. That pearl. Hey, man, yeah. he a boat. How many, how many uh, leg drops would you give that pearl? Uh, I'd give I'd give the pearl or that pearl. That pearl. That pearl, particular pearl. Oh, yeah. The pearl, four leg drops. For sure. I'd, for give sure. it, I'd give it seven James Deans. Wow. That's how many? <laughs> the, the porn star or the actor? Yeah, no, he doesn't get anything. <laughs> he doesn't get anything. What a jerk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's guy's a, a jerk, guy, guys. All right, so you guys don't like John Steinbeck's uh, East of Eden? I would read I, East of Eden. I, yeah, I, I have not, it. but I would absolutely re- read East of Eden. Okay, uh, we'll make a deal on the podcast. If, I read the if, first half. If, <laughs> <laughs> for our, for our uh, new podcast, you should love Steinbeck. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. If, I do love if you borrow, if you let Nick borrow it and Nick reads it, it won't get reading. Like didn't. I will read reading. I said re- reast of reading. It won't get reading. Wrestling reading. is happening to all of it's us. It's yeah, dumbing yeah. me down. Yeah, uh, I'll read it if Nick reads it, and okay. then we could talk about it on a future episode. Okay, and we can cut. Ooh, uh, Nick, actually, let's uh, let's do a segment. Nick, if you want to cut a promo as John Steinbeck. <laughs> <laughs> John Steinbeck, author from Salinas Valley, okay. uh, who covers a lot of themes in his life. Yeah, uh, you're uh, cutting the promo against like free will, uh, and uh, you're cutting the promo against Peter Davis, the author of Girl of My Dreams. I'm sorry, uh, what, Peter. what did he write? Uh, Girl of My Dreams. Girl of My Dreams. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, All right, here we go. Great, I can't wait. <laughs> oh, hello, it's me, John Steinbeck. Classic Steinbeck. That's right. I wrote a book. It's called East of Eden, and I hope you all read it. Jimmy Davis wrote a book called, what was it? Peter Davis wrote a book called Girl of My Dreams. He wrote Girl of My Dreams. And I can certainly say that book is one of my worst nightmares. Look at my mustache. I wrote the pearl. I'm John Steinbeck. Goodbye. And he flies away. (laughs) Classic Steinbeck catchphrase, I wrote the pearl. Yeah. Well, he's one of the greatest American authors uh, of the, the 20th century. Yep, and, you and just here I him. am making a mockery of him on a wrestling podcast. <laughs> yeah, fuck <laughs> you, Steinbeck. Idiot now. Yeah. Hey, was Steinbeck from America? He was, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. In that case, yeah. Hulk Hogan's fine with that guy. You're fine with him now? Yeah, he's a real American. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is a real American. He's, yeah. not, he's more American than him. Yeah, yeah. He's also from where I'm from originally. The, oh, the, like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Napa Valley or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's from Salinas. up there. Or Vacaville or Back, something. Yeah, he's not from there, there, but whatever, yeah. Uh, okay, well, um, I think that uh, about wraps it up. I on, think that does it. Uh, I think so. On you should love wrestling. Yeah. Um, Stephen, do you love wrestling yet? Um, I don't. I think 
I've actually learned to hate it just a little bit more. Really? This episode, yeah. Well, we have our in the next few episodes to forever. We have our work cut out for us, Joey. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, I'm Joey Clift. You can follow me at Joey Tainment. Yeah, I'm Nick Nick Gligger. You can follow me at Nick Gligger on Twitter. That's G L I G O R. Uh, and I'm Stephen Perlstein. You can follow me at Perlstein P E R L S T E I N. And uh, you can tell me why you like wrestling, and I will tell you why you're wrong. Mm-hmm. All right. That's uh, that's, that's you should one. love wrestling. That's episode one. We did it, everybody. Da 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 da. Is that a song? When it comes crashing down and it hurts inside, I don't like foreign people. Boardwalk Audio Podcast.